Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to another day of Dwell in the Word. Today is October 21st. It's Friday. Being Friday, we are in piercing heaven prayers from the Puritans once again. Let's pray. Blessed promise, Holy Spirit. Make it happen in and upon my soul day by day. Bring me under the continued baptisms of your sovereign influence and cause me to feel all the sweet anointings of the Spirit sent down upon the hearts and minds of your redeemed. These are the fruits and effects of Jesus, the promise of God the Father. Yes, blessed Spirit, cause me to know you in your person, work, and power. I need you day by day as my comforter. I need you as the spirit of truth to guide me into all truth. I need you as the one who reminds me of the Lord Jesus to bring to my forgetful heart all the blessed things he has revealed to me. I need you as the witness of my Jesus to testify of my wants and of his fullness to supply. I need you as my advocate and helper in all my infirmities in prayer. I need you as a deposit of the promised inheritance that I may not faint or lack faith to hold on and hold out in every dark season. I need you, Lord. I cannot do a moment without you, nor act in faith, nor believe a promise, nor exercise a grace without your constant hand on my poor soul. Come then, Lord, I beg you, and let me be brought under your unceasing baptisms, shed abroad the love of God, my Father, in my heart, and direct me into the patient waiting for Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, we went through Isaiah chapter 22 on... Wednesday. Today we're going to read all of chapter 23 of Isaiah. I believe that has us in verses 1 through verse 18. Hear the word of the Lord. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for Tyre is laid waste without house or harbor. From the land of Cyprus it is revealed to them. Be still, O inhabitants of the coast, The merchants of Sidon who crossed the sea have filled you, and on many waters your revenue was the grain of Shehor, the harvest of the Nile. You were the merchant of the nations. Be ashamed, O Sidon, for the sea has spoken, the stronghold of the sea, saying, I have neither labored nor given birth, I have neither reared young men nor brought up young women. When the report comes to Egypt, they will be in anguish over the report about Tyre. Cross over to Tarshish. Wail, O inhabitants of the coast! Is this your exalted city, whose origin is from days of old, whose feet carried her to settle far away, who has purposed this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns, whose merchant merchants were princes, whose traders were the honored of the earth? The Lord of hosts has purposed it, to defile the pompous pride of all glory, to dishonor all the honored of the earth. Cross over your land like the Nile, O daughter of Tarshish. There is no restraint any more. He has stretched out his hand over the sea. He has shaken the kingdoms. The Lord has given command concerning Canaan to destroy its strongholds. And he said, You will no more exalt, O oppressed virgin daughter of Sidon. Arise, cross over to Cyprus. Even there you will have no rest. Behold the land of the Chaldeans. This is the people that was not. Assyria distanced it for the wild beasts. They erected their siege towers. They stripped her palaces bare. They made her a ruin. Wail, O ships of Tarshish, for your stronghold is laid waste. In that day, 
Tyre will be forgotten for 70 years like the days of one king. At the end of 70 years, it will happen to Tyre as in the song of the prostitute. Take a harp. Go about the city, O forgotten prostitute. Make sweet melodies. Sing many songs that you may be remembered. At the end of 70 years, the Lord will visit Tyre and she will return to her wages and will prostitute herself with all the kingdoms of the world on the face of the earth. Her merchandise and her wages will be holy to the Lord. It will not be stored or hoarded, but her merchandise will supply abundant food and fine clothing for those who dwell before the Lord. As we come to this oracle concerning Tyre and Sidon, we get sort of a feel of the way in which the economic part of their existence is very important. They seem to be having all this economic success. They have done this by their own power, it would seem, but God is actually going to use that as a means of judgment against them. Uh, he's going to use this in that way. And we see here in verse 9 that the Lord of hosts has purposed it to defile the promised pride of all glory, to dishonor all the honored of the earth. Now, the idea that is being expressed to us here is that they have used these things for a terrible purpose. They have built themselves up. They put themselves in position of power. And, you know, that's sort of the idea we've been getting Isaiah throughout here in different areas, that this is people building themselves up, making themselves exalted. They don't need God. They will survive by themselves, right? That's sort of what is going on here. And here, we're talking about an economic thing. Now, of course, there were always economic ramifications for the judgments that we've read before. I mean, obviously, if your city is destroyed, if if your kingdom is laid to waste, uh, you have issues. But here, that this is specifically focusing on the economics in this area. And we see here that God is powerful, that he has shaken all these kingdoms. We see this in verse 11, and he is continuing to do this here. He is setting things up that his people might be lifted up, that his name might be glorified. And we see verse 11, he has stretched out his hand over the sea. He has shaken the kingdoms. The Lord has given command concerning Canaan to destroy its strongholds. In other words, this reaches out more. It we have to remember there there's a lot of imagery with the sea in ancient times and in the bible a lot of times it is there's a lot of fear with the sea but we also have to remember the sea was the substantial part of their uh, economic system right because you're sending stuff out they didn't have trains they didn't have trucks they didn't have planes uh, if you're going to send it over great distances you put it in this ship and you take it somewhere and it's a sign of economic strength. It's a sign of economic success. But here we see God has stretched his hand out over the sea and he has shaken kingdoms. Their trade routes are in trouble. Uh, you know, this is kind of what is being expressed here. And it's all because God is in control. Again, the Lord has given commands concerning Cain to destroy its strongholds. Everything is subject to God. But we see some interesting language here. At the end, there's there's a lot to look at here, but it's hard to sort of uh, keep it condensed. So I want to take a look at this this language of this forgotten prostitute that there they have gone out and they've sold themselves uh, and they have gotten money. And normally, we look in the book of Deuteronomy that uh, wage the, the wages of a prostitute cannot be consecrated. But here we see. 
that there's sort of this idea that they're going to do this, but at the end of it, the Lord is going to visit Tyre, we see this in verse 17, and she will return to her wages and will prostitute herself with all the kingdoms of the world on the face of the earth. This will continue to happen. But then something, God is going to take this and flip it. He is going to take this economic success that they did by essentially selling themselves out, but he's going to use it for his glory. He's going to use it to help others. See in verse 18, her merchandise and her wages will be holy to the Lord. It will not be stored or hoarded, but her merchandise will supply abundant food and fine clothing for those who dwell before the Lord. In other words, they're not going to be able to keep it for themselves. They're not going to be able to build up wealth, but instead it's going to bless other people. And so as we think about this passage, this is a tough passage to come away with any application really, isn't it? But as we think about it, we need to remember that all things are consecrated to God. Uh, we like to hold up for ourselves and and build our own little uh, treasure troves, but ultimately everything goes back to God. We can't take it with us. And so God is best glorified when we are able to take those gifts that he has given us and also the gifts that we have to be able to build up wealth or build up our possessions. Uh, there's wisdom that comes from God to be able to be good with money. He blesses some people in that way. But it is best used when it is sent back out, when it is able to be not stored or hoarded, but instead be a blessing to others. And so may we use the gifts that God has given us, whether that is financial or whether it's the abilities that we have. May not we not keep those things for ourselves, but may they be a blessing to the people of God, those who dwell before the Lord. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Merciful God. Your majesty and your strength makes us feel little. You are the God who causes the skies and the earth to quake, and we bow down before your power, and we are in awe of the grace and the mercy you extend to your creation, because you are great and extremely awesome. And we give thanks to you for the priceless gift of salvation that you have given to us. We ask that you would enlighten us so that we can put our faith in your gospel and in your word fully, this gospel that you have so kindly provided to us and given us the faith to believe. Help us to rejoice in your salvation. Lift us up today in the secure assurance that we belong to our devoted Savior, Jesus Christ. And as we step out into the world today and we journey into another weekend, we ask that you would bless our steps and keep us safe and give us a desire to bring glory to your holy name. We pray all of this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, we are through Isaiah 23. Now that we've come to the end of this week, we'll kick it back up with Isaiah 24 on Monday. We will see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 